0: Welcome to Breaking the Wall Podcast. It's me, Brandon. And today I wanted to do a shorter episode just to kind of give you some tips around self-tape auditioning. Um, I've been taking a film acting class for the past few weeks, and as some of you know, I this is kind of my investment in my own education. I try to do one kind of larger or you know some kind of workshop every year. And right now I'm taking a film acting class, which is really pushing me out of my comfort zone. Um, I'm learning to speak on camera, what it's like to do speaking self-tapes or, you know, these test shoots, uh, which is really fun. But I'm in this class, and my teacher the other day said something that really stuck with me. And uh, they said, you should feel like you're risking something when you're auditioning. Yeah, you feel you should feel like you're risking something when you're in an audition. So, for me, that really stuck with me because I recognized that feeling, right? Maybe in auditions in the past, you felt, you know, your mouth get dry or, you know, you're sweating more than usual or, you know, you can feel the adrenaline pumping or that, that thought of, like, I have one shot to hit this, right? That mentality of, like, it's now or never. Um even me just talking about this now is kind of giving me a little a little adrenaline boost, a little hyped, and you know, when now that we're in this world of self tapes, I think the stakes feel a little low, or maybe they can feel a little low. There's tons of self tapes to get through. You're by yourself in your room or in a studio, and I think if you're not getting a lot of traction on your self tapes or your self. Tape auditions, it's probably because you're not getting that same hit of a drone, that same heightened stakes that you get from being in person. And today I wanted to make this episode because I think we can add this to our self-tapes in order to book more jobs. Um, you know, for example, one of my coaching clients I was working with, uh, Last year, they were doing a self-tape for a really big show. They were auditioning for this person who they've never met before. Um, And you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, I'm a big fan of, you know, booking jobs with people who know you or people you know personally. Uh, But this was one that they wanted to go for that they've never had any interaction with the person. And I said, okay, let's do it. Let's figure out how we, you know, stand out. Um, So these are some of the tips I gave them that actually led them to booking the job. Um, So I wanted to share them with you today. There's only four of them. Um, And the first one is to give yourself an unrecorded 30-second head start into the phrase. So what this means is don't hit record and then jump right into doing whatever the phrase is given. Uh, I like to maybe, hopefully there's, they give you some time at the beginning or you play some kind of pump up jam, like something to get your heart rate going, your body moving. So it's like when the phrase does start, you've been dancing for, you know, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever beforehand leading up to this place. The thing is you need to be full out from the start. Yeah, that's the goal we're trying to make. Most of the combos you have to learn for self-tapes are around high-energy moments or a heightened moment, whether that's joy or intensity or, you know, it's at a changing part of the show or the piece. So a lot of the times when you're given these things, they're kind of demonstrated more casually or like a little under. It's your job to bring the heightened energy to the work. Yeah. And what this 30-second what this head start does is lets you drop into the phrase at a level where you would be doing it normally if you were in the show. So if you only have 15 seconds max, and this is true, you only have 15 seconds max to grab someone's attention, you don't want to spend that 15 seconds warming up, right? You don't want to ease them in. We want to be dropped in for self-tapes. Okay, so giving yourself that 30 second head start or that 30 second, you know, warm up before you even hit record is going to give you that adrenaline, that push so that you can just be at your peak at the very beginning and then maintain that or get more hyped as you get into the minute 30 second combo. So that's number one. Get going before you have to record 15 to 30 seconds have some energy flowing instead of just having the start be the start of the combo. The second idea is to let them see you sweat. And when I say this, I mean it literally like actually (laughs) show that you are working. Yeah. This kind of goes into the first idea of showing how you, you know, you're not just starting the combo and easing in show that you are putting effort into this thing. Um, Unless you're auditioning for the Rockettes, cleanliness or cleanliness doesn't book jobs. Okay? And even then, they want to see something extra. I will tell you that power, passion, play, those are the things that are booking people, right? There are going to be a thousand self-tapes for of people doing a combo cleanly, right? And you'll see these combos and think they're deceivingly simple, right? It goes back to this idea of like the person demonstrating is probably doing it in a very clean, simple way. That is not what they want, though. Right. The person who books the job is going to be polarizing. They're going to be the person who is, you know, doing it full out. They're going to be the person who is adding that energy, that passion, that story behind it. Right. Or, you know, even if it's like a contemporary dance thing, there's still a story in there. It's not just a, it's you know, maybe it's not a linear story of like, you know, that you're trying to follow in a script or you're trying to follow in, you know, a Broadway musical. But there is still an energy line that needs to be present. And I will tell you, casting directors, choreographers, they want to feel something when they watch you move. Even if it's only for a short amount of time, how are you, I think the thing that separates people from, you know, the pack is being polarizing and maybe it's not going to be great. Maybe it's the wrong choice. Maybe you are putting too much energy into something that doesn't need it. But this is a better strategy than just doing the clean, basic version of what's given. So how do you be polarizing? You let them see you sweat. Yeah. Let's see what you're going to be like in the thick of it, in the middle of the work. That's what they're looking for. They're not looking for the who can dance? Everyone who's submitting, they can dance. What who's adding that little thing extra? So that's number two, let them see you sweat. put yourself in the middle of the piece instead of at the beginning. So the next thing you're gonna do after you've already recorded your phrase, you're really happy with how it looks. Um, it's not it might not be perfect, but it will have energy, passion, adrenaline behind it. You're gonna record your slate. Yeah, so most of the time, I think we want to do it in chronological order, where we stand in front of the camera, and we say, hi, my name is Brandon, I am 5'11", and I live in New York City. What dancers aren't traditionally, though, are natural public speakers, right? We find our voice through movement. So I think it's better to actually put yourself in your comfort zone, which is dance, which is movement. And then do the thing that actually comes feels unnatural to us, which is public speaking. So when you're recording your slate, I want you to think about a few things. One is clarity over casualness. I think as dancers, we try to relax when we're doing our public speaking. And what I would rather you focus on is just being clear. If we're being too relaxed, it can come, everything can run together, everything can feel a little blasé. So the example being, if I was trying to be relaxed as Brandon, I would say, hi, my name is Brandon Coleman, I am 5'11", and I am from New York City, right? That is fine in a way, but it also doesn't give us a lot of information that a slate needs to give us. So instead, think more about the clarity by utilizing pause and utilizing periods between your, sen- uh, between your statements or your sentences. This might feel a little awkward and it might feel like the pauses are a little too long, but it's gonna do what the slate is supposed to do, which is be clear and make you more memorable. So for example, maybe instead I'll say, hi, my name is Brandon Coleman. I am 5'11" and I'm from New York City. Yes? So being careful not to go up in inclination. Hi, my name is Brandon Coleman. I am uh, 5'11", right? Or I'm from New York City. Like adding those question marks or blending it together with, hi, my name is Brandon Coleman. I'm 5'11", right? That difference between having separate breaths, adding periods, and having just one breath to say everything you need to say. Cool. You will be surprised how many people don't take the time to have those pauses, right? So really, when next time you practice, and you can do this right now, just try to say your name, your height, and your where you're from. And in between each thing, take a take a full breath. Hi, my name is Brandon Coleman. I am 5'11. I am from New York City. Right? That's a little dramatic, but feel what it's like to take that full breath. That's going to make a huge difference in your slates, and it's important that you do it after you've already danced. When you edit it, of course, you'll put your slate at the beginning and then have the dance afterward, but just play with that. Feel how it's different, or feel how you might be a little more comfortable speaking once you've done some movement, once you've loosened up a little bit. The final thing I want to tell you, and you know, If you're listening to this, maybe you've listened to our slating episode or our self-tape episode in the past, but this last part is so important, and I think it gets lost, and it is to give yourself space, give yourself time, and take out the question marks of your audition tapes, right? Unfortunately, self-tapes are a thing right now. I think they're unfair. They're a way for casting directors, companies to hold auditions in a free way to them, not to you, but they're not going away anytime soon. So we need to figure out a way to make them work for our advantage, learn how to make them faster and make them work better for us. Okay. So take the time to find space where you can really dance. Worst case scenario, take it outside, right? Big open field, big open park, somewhere where you can be seen clearly. Um, but you need to have room to do the job. You need to have room to perform the dance that is given. Self-tapes are tedious and they take a lot of effort. So try to give yourself time to learn the phrase work. Yeah, not just, uh, just throwing it together because it's due tomorrow. Y- you have time usually to, once you hear about an audition, to learn the phrase, record it. And as humans, we love to put things off to the last minute. But taking that extra time, giving yourself that space will give you possibly a better opportunity of booking that job. It could be the difference between you booking a job and not, right? So, and when I say take out the question marks, I'm talking about, you know, maybe you're recording in your room and you can't show the whole body, right? This is going to make someone who's watching... Be like, I wonder what they're hiding, right? Or they're gonna, just, or I wonder why they didn't get a bigger spade. Like we don't want them to question; we just want them to enjoy and know. Once again, going back to that polarizing thing, we want them to be a hell yes or a hell no. Either way, if you don't, if you're a hell no, you're gonna be a hell no if it's just clean. If you're not showing everything, if you're just throwing it together, but the possibility of being a hell yes is greater. When we set ourselves up for success. Yeah. That's what I have for you today. I know we're kind of transitioning into summer, more program heavy things, uh, you know, more workshops, less job opportunities. But if you are still doing self-taste, which I hope, hope you are, keep these in mind. Try out these ideas and let me know what you think. If this is something that resonates with you please let me know if you have more questions about this, please reach out. Um, the podcast is just getting started. And I i mean, it's been around for a year, but I want to keep building this community we have with these episodes. So if you do have questions, don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to hear from you. Share this episode with someone who needs it. Um, let me know what you think on Instagram. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. All the things that I always ask you to do. But thank you for listening to this and I will see you all in another episode. Bye, everybody.